0: Last time on Free Action Cry, the party departed from Fort Drafer all the way over to Wayrun. It was an uneventful journey, but a very eventful time in the city. They were met by an Ilithid, who brought them down into a study of sorts, where Akashwin met an old friend of his. Vevi tried to smack herself in the face with her own axe while Varkin held her back. Kai keeled a little bit and had a lot of confusing conversations in her head. And Pinecone! Well, Pinecone was Pinecone. Welcome back to Fraction Cry. So, well, last time while we were all engaged in being wizards and shit, uh, you all were with Algar, which you learned was um, Alka's mentor of sorts. He became a lich while he was alive, and while Alka was alive, or Kashman was alive, I should say, and then. When they met up again, there was quite a heated argument, debate, kerfuffle, however the hell you want to call it. Akashwin decided he wanted to try and pay Vevi to punch him in the face. And then you all kind of got in on the action and learned that being a lich makes you really fucking powerful. Y'all did no fucking damage to him. So you all learned that A, Agar was not only a lich, but he is an arch lich. A lich itself can be inherently evil. An arch is a wizard who has devoted his life to good causes. Yes, they are essentially undying, undead, and immortal, but they don't do what a lich or a demi-lich or a king-lich would do. They devote their life to good. I want to punch him. I got a 20. I- <laughs> God damn it! Okay. Um... You already tried to punch him. Are you sure you want to do that? I want to try to punch him
1: again. Yes. Okay. You know what? I want to, I want to try to headbutt him.
0: You're trying to headbutt him. I'm trying to headbutt him. I got a 20. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, is he trying to hold person me? Yes. I'm
1: not a humanoid. Hold person doesn't work on satyrs. They are fey, not humanoid.
0: Ah. okay. Roll me a wisdom saving throw with advantage then. 21. How did you get a 21?
1: Um, I rolled a 19 plus 2. Okay. I was just curious. Also, I have advantage on all spell
0: saves against magical effects. Okay, well then technically you should have had extra advantage. But yeah, so you managed to avoid the whole person because he has... Something stronger than hold person. Ooh, right? hold hold monster. He ha- hold everything, we could say. He's a lich. He's been alive for 2,000 years. He can basically hold everything and anything. So and if he- I
2: bitch. A.K.A. Okay. <laughs> the DM says no. Well, no.
0: I mean, he basically passed it. I had the DC at a 20 and he, he went above it, right? Take, take five ramming damage. Okay. I'm going to pretend to add the damage. Okay. (laughs) I've added the damage. So he looks at you and he goes, Impressive. Okay. Algar is going to look once again at Alka and he's going to, again, in your mind, say, I think it is time that you all go and investigate what I asked you to look into.
2: Uh, he's gonna reply, I wouldn't mind if you eat this one.
0: <clears throat> you should know as well as I do, neither of us need food.
2: Uh, he's just gonna nod and just walk away. Um, he's purposely avoiding looking Olgar in the eyes, and he looks like he's ready to grab Pinecone by the scruff.
1: And Cone looks pleased with himself. He won this interaction.
3: All right, guys, let's not fight with each other. Let's be friends and get along. All right, now let's go get doing what this needs to be done.
0: Where
1: do we get along?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What were we doing again? So essentially, you need to go to uh, Frey, Frey, which is the port city that, well, uh, rather, um, Alcashwin and Pinecone, you would remember there was a port city near the southwest, north, northeast of the map. Yeah. All right, to Freleon. Let's go. So I'm assuming you all get into the elevator to bring you out of the dungeon where um, yeah. Algar yes. Algar yep. has been living for the past however long years he has been. With yes, his the up-down assistant. room. Yes, the up-down room. Oh, Jesus Christ, no.
2: <laughs>
0: We're not getting into that, no.
2: This is the start of my villain arc. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: So, you all get into the elevator, and you begin to ascend with the, uh, the Illithid that has brought you to Aligar. Excuse me? Um, does anybody want to ask anything to the Illithid at all? Yeah, uh, Pinecone's gonna look him with zero tact, just like, blank-eyed,
1: in the face. Uh, what- what are you? Are you a mimic?
0: No, I have seen mimics. I am an illocid. Far from home.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh. Pinecone, I imagine, is getting very used to this people talking in his head type shit, uh, and he might have finally put two and two together that what he's looking at might be what's speaking to him. But like, where is home? An island across the sea. Cool. I'm from the Fey Wilds. It, it's really fun. You want to go? We can go right now. Maybe another
0: day. I have many chores and many responsibilities.
4: Minecraft, who the fuck are you talking to, bruv? Uh, the
1: the, the,
0: the, uh, the squid face guy.
4: He ain't saying nothing.
0: He's talking in my brain. Oh. He, he broadcasts this to everybody. I am sorry. I am not used to more than one individual.
5: Just out of curiosity, is it possible for you to speak with mouth? Hearing the echoiness in head is odd, and I don't like it.
4: Bargain, that's rude, first of all. He has fucking tentacles for a mouth, alright?
5: What does that have to do with anything?
1: Pinecone, with no tact, is gonna try to lift his tentacles to see if there's a (laughs) mouth under there. (laughs) Roll me a dexterity check. Um, a dexterity check. Apps. I've rolled a lot today, guys. Well, you're the one being ballsy, guys. That number is red for a reason.
5: Bro, <laughs> <Ro-ro. laughs>
1: oh, no. I got a four, which means what's, I got a one.
4: What's the opposite of a? Oh yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! Oh,
4: no. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. <laughs> so pinecone, you just tried to lift his tentacles from his face. Well, when you say it like that, weirdly, sexual, yes. Yeah, I need you to do me a favor and make an intelligence saving throw. Is it a a magical effect? It is not. How's a nine? A nine is not going to do it, I'm afraid. I didn't think it would. Yeah, no, you take a psionic mind blast to the face. Okay, give me that sweet, sweet
2: damage. That damage that I so crave.
1: Oh, that's a lot of dice.
2: (sighs) You realize the CR of a mind player, right? Yeah,
1: it's like five.
0: Yeah, you just took a nine.
1: Oh, that's fine. I still have
0: more than half my health. Okay, uh, nine damage. Oh, you boys at 14. (laughs) Yeah, so you, you take nine damage to the face as he mind blasts you and then slaps your hand away. He then looks almost incredulously, like, you know, scowls at you, narrows his deep black pools that are eyes, and goes, If you want to see, simply ask. And then he lifts the tentacles away from his face, and you see a circular maw with rows and rows of teeth just going deep into his throat. This man has a flashlight for a mouth
4: don't put your dick
5: in there That probably would not feel good <clears throat> why is it that he, that i get in trouble for asking him to speak yet you let the goat man touch his face <laughs> your level of like what is acceptable is completely out
0: of whack this is actually fair that vargan is reacting like that because he didn't see the mind blast i get away with stuff because i'm stupid
5: the fact of that you know that you are stupid proves you are not. <laughs>
6: you,
1: you know, you just gotta follow every thought that goes in your head. <sighs> <clears throat> this is how you live the way of the goat. Oh no. What is...
6: <laughs> what,
0: w-
1: what was that <laughs> Demi? Demi, what are you doing? What are you doing, Demi? Demi, Demi what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Let me wake up. I don't like no, Sorry. Like this. Sorry.
0: Did me wake up. No, let me explain. Let me explain. Alka just rolled an intelligence save from Pineco's idiocy. I
2: got a 16. <laughs> sorry.
1: The only way to survive not losing brain cells from Pineco. Pinecone is a 22 DC. Hey, we're not fighting Pokémon in here. <laughs>
3: hanging
1: hanging out with Pinecone causes you to be dumber. I'm sorry.
0: Earplugs.
1: All right, guys, let's go.
0: <laughs> okay. So, really quick, uh, Vargon, What was the last thing you asked? I'm sorry, I forgot.
5: I was I was asking uh, Vevi why she uh, has a double standard.
4: Double stand. Oh, he's yelling at Vevi. Oh, um, <laughs> she's good. Okay. Um,
5: to be honest, gonna... it completely fits in character for Vevi to not even realize. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh bevy's just gonna kind of stare at vargan for a minute about it and she's just gonna kind of point at Pinecone and be like well it's funny when he gets hurt
5: ah <laughs> uh, i see i see all right that's fair
4: <laughs> i mean what uh, would you stop me
5: Pro- probably but at would the same you- time i feel like you enjoyed it of fighting so like I feel like even if you do piss off someone else and they get into a fight like that's a good thing in your world anyway
4: but would you stop pinecone mm. exactly
5: <laughs> alright you make a very compelling point
4: thank you
0: <laughs> as you're walking through the manor and exiting the manor you hear a bell going off Right, You are in a city which is surrounded by gigantic walls, but you still see many people armored to the teeth running toward the walls. Guys, I think we need to go over there.
1: I, I think that Pinecone's nose has not like stopped bleeding
2: since he was mind blasted. What if we don't run at danger? Well, you don't even know what the danger might be. It's still danger. Where
0: is the fun in that? We
1: should go. It's our sacred duty.
0: All you know is there's a bell going off and there are people running towards the walls. That is all you know. Pankron's gonna run.
3: Hello?
5: I do believe that as good people who have the ability to do something, it is our duty to do something.
2: He gestures at Pankron. What if we don't let the blind lead the blind? I'm not blind. Come on, let's go.
0: Well, I'm going to say at this point, Pinecone is 10 feet away.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm heading to uh, to wherever the danger appears to be.
4: Yeah, Bevy is too. She's just like, she's kind of like trotting, not full on sprinting.
0: Okay, is Pinecone trotting or sprinting? He's sprinting.
5: Oh yeah, Pinecone's definitely going to get there way before me, that's for sure. Vargan mm-hmm. saves his energy for the fight, <laughs> not for the run
1: to the fight. Okay, Pinecone, what is your speed? Um, I have a higher speed than everyone here.
0: You have uh, a higher speed than everyone? 35. 30, 35. I also have
1: like a charge attack. So that's, that's why.
3: I have 35 speed.
1: You
0: have 75 speed?
3: 35.
0: So I'm going to just guess that you all start running toward the danger. Or toward where everybody else is running.
2: Yeah, once he realizes yes. everyone's leaving him behind. He doesn't want to be alone, so Alka's following. Oh yes, so
0: Pinecone and Kakai, you are leading the charge, and I'm assuming everybody is running out behind you. Yes. I, I
1: I do remember specifically that like Vargan is trotting, and Al is
2: probably walking. I mean, he's trailing behind, but he's not just walking.
4: He's like, uh, uh. he's like power walking. <laughs>
1: I can't believe. Uh, I can't believe y'all are making me do
0: this. Please guys, I don't want to be alone. Okay, Vevi, how are you taking this?
4: I said that she was trotting. Like
0: You're trotting as well? hmm So you're keeping along with Vargan? Yep. Okay. So is the difference between trotting and like
1: sprinting? Like I'm taking two run actions per turn and they're just taking like their movement speed?
6: Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Nick, your boy, the producer, whatever. You know that wonderful feeling? And then you just, and then, yeah, this is that feeling. Welcome to the midroll. Hey guys, a wonderful thank you to our patrons, Lilith and Natty, who are part of the $10 tier. Absolutely love y'all. You really help make this show get produced speaking of producing we record it maybe a couple weeks in advance and then we do the dialoguing which takes absolutely forever and then we mix it and we master it and then sometimes we make art for it and then we sound design it and then it finally gets to y'all and all of that wonderful stuff that we do really comes together through y'all's help the patreon So check us out online at patreon.com slash freeactioncry Or, you know, we're doing a promo right now Where if you join the Discord and then you invite someone else to the Discord You have a chance of winning like $50 worth of stuff from our Redbubble I couldn't remember the word for it, whatever Or if you just tweet about us, uh, hashtag freeactioncry Leave us a review, send us a screenshot of the review Uh, you'll be entered to win a sticker The stickers are fun. I've got several dozen all over everything I own. I'm not kidding. If you go to the Discord, you can see a picture of the back of my laptop. It's a nightmare, and I love it. It's chaos. Hey, it's your boy. Anyway, thanks for listening.
0: So essentially what we're doing is Pinecone and Kakai are using their dash actions, whereas Akashwin, Vevi, and Vargin are taking their basic run action. So you guys are using double your action where the other three are using their regular run action. Okay. So I'm just going to make a regular roll here just to see who gets there or rather how long it takes for the others to catch up with you. Okay. So Pinecone and Kakai, you get to a large staircase leading up to a gigantic wall in front of you. There are guards next to you going Man the gates! Man the bows! Man the arbalists, whatever, cannons! I don't give a shit. Just start shooting at fucking anything! Mm -hmm. That's what you hear.
1: What's going on?
0: Is there something coming? Yes. The undead have breached the river. Are they... are they real? uh, Follow me! And he starts running up the stairs. Bangan's gonna follow. Kikai.
3: Um, I'm gonna follow, but then I also have an idea for something after.
0: <clears throat> okay, so you all get you all get to the top of the wall. You see what you would think as roughly like fifty, maybe sixty undead running towards the wall. They're about three hundred yards out. It's underwhelming, considering how high the walls are and how reinforced the city is. You would figure that these guys are basically paranoid. They've been hearing reports of of the undead, like many of you all have been, but they've never they've never seen a, a horde of undead so large. Granted, neither have you, but you've been around to know that, like you know, a small village could handle this. They're small, they're short, they're, sorry, they're not small, but they're slow, they're shambling. Like, a one-on-one is, it's set. A fortress could handle these guys easily. Why they're freaking out, you have no idea.
4: Hmm.
0: What's the problem? Uh, well, there's undead, and we need to take care of them. Anytime they take somebody out, they add to their ranks. So don't let them in. Huh. Well, we've never thought of that. Like, the gates aren't already fucking closed. Just fucking grab something and throw it at him, or shoot him, or whatever you want. I don't care. Just kill him. Can I have your bow? He just, like, looks at you, almost, like, confused. And go- uh, one second. He, like, reaches down and grabs a spare bow off the top of the rafters. Not the rafters. Off the top of the uh, the walkway and just hands it to you with a handful of arrows. And we're going to cut back to the other crew right now. So we have Vevi, Vargan, and Akashwin. You are still at the bottom of the staircase. What would you like to do?
4: Um,
0: Sorry, hmm. no, you have just arrived at the bottom of the staircase. What would you like to do?
4: Did they see Pinecone and Vevi go up the stairs?
0: Yes, you saw that.
4: Um, I think Vevi would go to follow.
0: Without a word, Vevi just rushes up. Vargan and Akashwan, what do you want to do?
5: I mean, I'll probably head up as well. I mean, it makes sense that in a town that's got walls and ramparts and such, that in order to help defend it, you got to be on top of them.
0: On well, Koshman, Vevi and Varkin have walked up the stairs. What do you want to do? Oh, sorry, they ran up the stairs. What do you want to do? That's not safe.
2: Uh. <laughs> I mean, there's guardrails. Probably, it's a medieval state. I want to do a. I want to do a sneak away from the party. You want to sneak away from the party? Uh, not too far, just, you know, like, don't notice that he's slipping away. Okay. And, um, he's going to use his, uh, what is it? Nomadic mind to temporarily become proficient with stealth.
0: Okay, we're gonna pause there for you. Vevi and bargain, you are joining Pinecone and Kakai. You see roughly 50 to 60 undead. ...coming toward the walls. What would you like to do?
5: That is what all the fuss is about?
0: Uh, uh, yeah! I mean, have you seen this many undead?
5: I mean, not since... I don't know, I was like 12, probably. We had to go to the local uh, fortress... ...because of a undead incursion. But, I mean, it was... I don't know, probably 30, 40 more than this?
0: And, like, we were all farmers...
1: Yeah, so Pinecone's going to shoot an undead.
0: Okay, do me a favor and roll me a dexterity check with your longbow. I got a 16. Okay, that is enough to take not only one out, but you burst through another one. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow, Pinecone feels accomplished. You gotta remember, I have the cleave rule here. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And considering how much damage you would do to the undead with a longbow, I believe a longbow is. It's 1d8 plus. Yeah, it's three 1d8. For me. The undead that I have here, they're basically anywhere between, like, you know, two to four. So you could cleave through them. Now, it's the big ones you gotta worry about, but your standard horde. Come on. So you took out two. Anybody else want to get some action in before we move on?
3: I figured I could um, cast Reaper's Scythe and okay. see how many I could take out.
0: What is the range on that? Because you're about 50 feet up.
3: say.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure that Reaper's Scythe is a range of self and it just gives you a Scythe. And just give you a scythe, oh, I think so. Does it say range self? Yeah. Yeah, it gives you it gives you a oh, melee weapon. I was
3: imagining like a fucking big ass like magic scythe come down and.
1: I mean, it puts it puts one in your in your hand. Oh, what you're thinking of is uh of. your weapon. Spiritual weapon, yeah.
3: Oh okay, well I also Oh yeah 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 and I completely forgot about that one. Um actually so
1: is it this character that has spiritual weapon? The last one.
3: No, that was my other one. So never mind, I don't I don't have anything I wanna do yet.
0: Grab a bow. Well hold on. Does Reaper Scythe summon a weapon to you? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like green flame blade, but like death themed. Well, can you throw that? Uh, you I certainly could.
3: I mean, I don't see why not.
0: Throw me a dex throw.
3: Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Let's see. And that did not work for me.
0: <laughs> what did you get?
3: I got a six. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> Oof. You th- you summon a scythe to your hands. You roll back with two hands and you throw it, and it goes sailing over the heads of the undead I am sorry that is a miss Vevey and Vargan you can choose among yourselves who would like to throw an attack of some sorts
4: um Vevey doesn't have much range so she's going to take one of her ale mugs and whip it down at one of the undead
0: I love it let me get a dex roll from you please
4: okay Um, so that's a 12 total (laughs)
0: So you you take your ale mug, you just like look look at the undead, look at what you have, pick an ale mug out, just huck it down, just goes bunk off of the head of an undead. Just, uh, 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 just completely unfazed. Give give that lady a d4 of damage. I'll give you a d2 of damage.
4: <laughs> oh my god. Um, alright. Bruh Alright, well, let's uh, just treat a D4 as a D2. I got a 1.
0: one. Okay. So she, he, he basically just uh, 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 <laughs> uh, oh my uh, and just keeps marching on.
4: Um, Bevy's just gonna, like, shrug and start making her way down the stairs. And okay. she's gonna be humming tiptoe through the tulips.
0: Oh, God. Don't make me sing. I swear to God. All right, Vargan, is there anything you want to do?
5: Well, The only uh, ranged things that Vargan has is a hand axe. So I guess we'll uh, we'll huck one of those down there.
0: All right. Throw me a dex.
5: Do I get proficiency bonus on that since it's an attack or no?
0: I mean, do you have proficiency on
2: dexterity attacks? Well, a hand axe is a throwing weapon. Yeah. So it should be whatever his plus is to the hand axe attack.
5: Does that add in proficiency bonus,
0: though?
2: If you're proficient with hand axes.
5: Then you that should be a nine.
0: Okay. So Vargan, you wrote a nine on your hand axe. Unfortunately, as soon as you throw it, you kind of like you you clock your hand axe, you see the trajectory that it's going, and you see the undead that it might hit, it looks up just in the nick of time to dodge out of the way. Which is uncommon for an undead. Most of them don't look around. They don't observe their surroundings. They just seem to go for their target.
5: I'm just going to kind of shrug and odd. They don't usually look around. They don't usually dodge.
0: Okay. So you all have gone unless anybody else wants to do anything. Well, everyone's everyone's attacked. So I guess it's Al Cashman's turn. Okay. Al cashman you are being stealthy, sneaky, sneaky.
2: What uh, yeah. are you trying to do? Specifically, I'm trying to sneak away from the party. Okay. So, um, you realize you're breaking the number one rule, right? Oh, I know, but I'm gonna try to be smart with it because okay, a smart character. Anyway, uh, here's my stealth roll. Oh, come on! That was almost a nat twenty. That's an eight.
1: It's it's weird. Pinecone uh fucked up firing an arrow, and it
0: went right into Demi's dome. That's Do me I... a favor, yeah. and Demi, you don't know why, but you're going to be adding 10 to that. Ooh, I see. Roll so... me a wisdom saving throw real quick.
2: Ah, shoot. Oh no. Ah, I'm proficient with those. That's a 12. You don't know why, but all of a sudden you feel a lot more stealthy than you should be. Roll 20 is trying to kill me. You're not, Arch.
0: Yeah, no. You you feel lighter on your feet. You have no idea why. Like, you're trying to be stealthy, but you're a lot more stealthy than you feel like you should be. Like, you're, you're not used to being stealthy. You're clumsy technically. You're not a rogue. You're a scholar. But for some reason, you are noticing things and second-guessing yourself. And then you look again and you see, oh, there's a branch there. Maybe I should step over that. But for some reason, you are a lot more stealthy than you think you should
2: be. So, what are you trying to do? So, these are un- undead at the bottom of the walls, right? Yes. He's trying to get over the wall, but away from the undead. Are you trying to abandon the party? Like, what are you doing, my dude? I'm trying to create a, diver- a diversion that I think I can get out of. You're trying to create a diversion? Yes. Okay. Um, Let's let this play out.
0: How are you trying to create a diversion?
2: Um. So he is going to try to get like maybe 50 feet away from any zombies. And I mean, the gates are closed. So if you're going to tr- he's going over the wall, it's a 50 foot drop, my dude. That's 5d6. I didn't realize how tall it was. Um. I said it. I I didn't process how tall that is. And I thought I had rope because I almost always have rope on my characters. But I forgot he has a scholar's pack because he sucks. You know what? I'm going to say you have 30 feet of
0: rope. So we'll
2: allow that. No, I have a new idea. Okay. So, um, just like there are gates, correct? Like they can see through the gates or are these big wooden gates
0: they are essentially what you would call your standard portcullis, where there's like, you know, six inches of space between them. All right.
2: Um, he's just going to stick his arm out and start screaming to get their attention.
0: Okay. Um, hmm.
2: I'm going to make them roll. That's a good sound. Yep. Yeah, they notice it. They're coming for you. All right. Um, once they're within 20 feet of him. He's going to stow away his loot and try Def- to blend in. Define stow away his loot. As in drop the effect. He's going to try to blend in. Okay. Okay. I like that. So please describe what you're doing to the party. All right. So al has ran over to the gate, stuck his arm out and started screaming to get their attention. As soon as they're starting to near him, um... He just sort of stows away his loot in his bag, along with anything but his sword. And I believe our cleric consents undead. I'm going to stop you right there. Would everybody please roll me a perception check? Well, I thought that was a passive thing for grave clerics. Well, everybody but Kakai, please. Oh.
0: <laughs>
4: a one.
1: A five.
0: That's a four. Alright, um, also, Pinecone, what is your subclass?
1: Um, I don't have a subclass yet. I don't get it until level 3. I would be, um, the Ancient, which is more Druid-like. So you don't have any sense on dead stuff? I mean, I, I have Divine Sense, but I would, in order to use it, I would need a reason to use it. It's not, like, an automatic
0: thing. And okay. I, mean, I, don't, I don't have any reason to use it. Okay, so... The only person who would sense this when Demi drops his stuff would be Kakai. Kakai, you have a sense of something that is undead but wrong. Okay. And we're going to go back to Akashwin.
2: So Akashwin stowed away everything but his sword as the undead grow near. And. He's just going to try to blend in with them, uh, hoping that his status as an undead will prevent them from attacking him. So, here's the thing that I want
0: you to understand. They're on one side of the gate. You're
2: on the other side of the gate.
1: And now you look like an undead inside the gate, so everyone who's defending the gate is going to attack you.
2: Well, Alkashwin doesn't exactly look undead. He... I don't think he has any physical appearance of undead correct we never really discussed that is right i don't think he's ever even tried to take the loot off so he wouldn't know how this is gonna go either exactly hence him having some distance between them in case he needs to run yep so i
0: left this alone for a reason Because I kind of had the feeling that you might do something crazy like this. I want you to pick odds or evens. Odd. I'm going to pick it up. I'm not looking at it.
2: Can you read that? That's a four.
0: That's a six, actually.
2: Oh, well, it's all black, so it's kind of hard to see. Yeah. And you picked
0: odds. I picked,
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, buddy, it's time to roll a new character.
0: Actually, here's what happens. You take the image of you, but your skin begins to dry up and become scaly, dry, and you almost begin to resemble the undead. There are guards around you that see what you do. You stash all of your stuff. You take most of your clothing and your armor off and you go to, like, you know, Hey, hey, undead! Come to me over here, you fuckers. Whatever the hell you want to say, you do.
2: He's just kind of screaming incoherently.
0: Yeah. So you're basically using words that they don't understand. You're just like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And when you take a form of a scaly undead, you have five guards around you. Do me a favor and roll me initiative with disadvantage. Oh man, episode. Do you guys remember episode five where Al Cashwin killed himself?
2: Oh, that's two fours. That's an eight. Okay. Sorry. Hold on. Okay. I thought I was being clever. Okay. I forgot uh-huh. the other guards inside with me. Play okay.
1: stupid games, win stupid prizes.
0: You said an eight.
2: Yeah. I was okay. keeping my distance just in case. <laughs> One more. Hold on. Okay. We have like 12 hit points, buddy?
4: Hey, hey, Derps, can Vevi roll initiative too since she's on her way down to that level? Like, would she see this?
0: Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, roll me a perception check, please. Wonderful.
1: oh man. Uh, I'll be so angry if you get the killing blow on Elkashwood.
4: <laughs> uh, 11.
0: Okay. So... Basically, what I did was I was going to roll for whatever guards were around you. I rolled a d6 to see how many guards were around you. You got a 5. Right? And then any guards that rolled above your initiative would get basically three three uh, words. Words are hard. They would get three hit points against you. What is your max hit points? At the moment, eight. Eight? Mm. Oh, well, that I didn't need the five that I actually rolled. Wait, why are they automatically getting three? Well, no. I, I, no. The guards that rolled above your initiative got an immediate three hit points against you. That's the surprise round.
2: Oh, I have a high armor class. Don't I get a chance? No, you're dead.
3: Kakai has spare the dying so she could bring you back to stable
0: so here's what happens and here's what you all see akashwin has stripped his armor stripped his gear he has become undead there are guards around him that see that he has taken the appearance of the undead and they immediately swords spears and bows strike him down